had a kid with an inborn area metabolism, a pediatric patient, mm. and make a long story short, was completely devoid of any nitric oxide production. So we started him on our nitric oxide therapy, and within five days, his kidney disease resolved. Within five months, his heart disease completely resolved. And that gives people hope, right? That your genes that doesn't determine everything. If you can optimize what kind of signals are going through your body, you can make tremendous regeneration and, and repair. Your body cannot and will not heal without nitrogen. So if you have a chronic medical condition that hasn't been well managed with the standard of care, then I tell people, you know, consider nitrogen because in many cases it's been a game changer for many, many patients. Welcome to the Dr. Joy Kong podcast. This is where I have a chance to share with you some of the latest developments in the space of holistic health, longevity, and wellness. I have always honored intellectual curiosity and scientific rigor combined with real world practicality. My goal is that what you learn here will help you live longer and live better. Hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hi, welcome to Dr. Joy Kong's show. So as you know, this show is all about health, wellness, happiness, and creativity, and just anything we can do to bring about a better life. So I had the great fortune of having known Dr. Nathan Bryan for a few years. You know, he had uh, his technology that's been very popular. And uh, I ran into him again at anti-aging conference. I'm so excited to, um, to be using his products. So um, so Dr. Nathan, I want to just briefly uh, mention a little bit about your background and you've been involved in nitric oxide research for 20 years and had made many discoveries in this field. And uh, you are a successful entrepreneur. You've uh, started multiple biotechnology companies. So I really, um, ex I'm excited to have you share with everybody about what you found and how that can enhance their, their health. So, so I know your focus has been on nitric oxide. So right. tell us where did that even come from and why did you zone into that field? Well, it's interesting. I think, you know, God puts us in the right places at the right time to kind of put us on our right path. Um, but I was introduced to the science of nitric oxide back in early 2000s. I was a student at LSU School of Medicine working on a PhD in molecular and cellular physiology and a Nobel Prize had just been awarded for the discovery of nitric oxide. Uh, so we knew it was an important molecule, but there was still so much we didn't know. Like, what are the production pathways in humans? How do the humans make this molecule? It's a gas, it's gone in less than a second. So how does it signal? How is it so important that it's gone in, in less than a second? So how does it signal? What are its cellular targets? And then in people that can't make nitric oxide, why is that? And then what are the clinical consequences? And so knowing that, so that was basically what I did my PhD thesis on was analytical methods to detect nitric oxide in biological systems. And then once we had those tools, uh, we could basically create a fingerprint of NO biology in every single chronic disease. And what we realized that no matter what disease it was, whether it was coronary artery disease or neurological disease or diabetes, ischemia reperfusion injury, all of it was due to a loss of nitric oxide production. So hmm. then we had to ask, well, how does the human body make nitric oxide and what goes wrong in people that can't make it? And we've been able to answer those questions. Uh, so people with endothelial dysfunction can't make nitric oxide through the enzymatic production. And then their diet and lifestyle issues that people do that shut down the other production pathway. But the whole, the net net is if your body can't make nitric oxide, you get 
inflammation, oxidative stress, and immune dysfunction, and you get reduced blood flow to every organ, tissue, and cell in the body, and that's when they fail. And then when those fail, you develop chronic disease, and that's the end of the story for most people. So the fundamental question, the kind of the umbrella question is, how do we prevent aging? And how do we live the longest, fullest life with the longest lifespan or health span? And that's really the role of nitric oxide. So, you know, I tell people it's not a silver bullet. It's not an end-all, be-all, cure-all, but it's foundational that you have to restore nitric oxide production or anything you do otherwise is going to have limited utility. So there's an explosion of anti-aging treatments. Right. Um, so how, how does nitric oxide fit in with the multitude of, you know, all these aspects that we've discovered, um, in, including different anti-aging pathways? Well, you, when you talk about anti-aging, we have to understand the aging process, right? And then we can kind of fight against it. So as I mentioned, the loss of nitric oxide production precedes the structural changes that occur in people with, with aging heart, aging brain, aging liver, lungs, really any dysfunctional tissue. So that functional loss of nitric oxide precedes these structural changes and the onset of symptoms by many, many years. So we have to restore that every organ and tissue in the body is supplied by blood vessels. And if you have dysfunctional blood vessels, then the blood vessels that supply that organ are going to be dysfunctional. And then as a consequence, that organ's going to be dysfunctional. So as I mentioned earlier, it's foundational. You have to restore the production of nitric oxide to restore blood flow to prevent the inflammation, oxidative stress, and immune dysfunction in whatever organ. Because if you start trying to do all these regenerative medicine practices or anti-aging modalities, and you haven't restored blood flow to that organ, then you're not, not going to get it there. So the best example is employing stem cells. And if you take autologous stem cells or even cells off the shelf, and you want to deploy them IV, you know, the dysfunctional tissue is ischemic, meaning that there's reduced blood flow to that. So are those cells actually going to get to its intended target? They're going to go where there's sufficient blood flow, but you have to create that niche and allow for the targeted delivery of those cells. And that's what nitric oxide does. So what we like to do is we like to pre-treat with our nitric oxide product technology prior to any anti-aging modality that you're using, whether it's ozone treatment, whether it's cryotherapy, whether it's deployment of stem cells, or even any aesthetic practice you have to first restore the production of nitric oxide in order for all these other modalities to work. When it comes to stem cells, of course, that's what I'm highly interested right. in. So mainly you feel that uh, nitric oxide works through restoring blood flow and that's how right. it can enhance stem cell function. Well, it provides the niche. You know, there was a, there was a, a, a nature paper published in 1996 that revealed that nitric oxide is the requisite signal that tells our own stem cells to mobilize and differentiate. So really in the, in the aging world, there's several hypotheses of aging. You know, there's, there's stem cells, there's mitochondria dysfunction, and then there's telomeres, right? But all of those make sense. But I think the aging process is just the result of us wearing ourselves out, right? We wear ourselves out and then we have to restore and replace our old dysfunctional cells. And we do that through stem cells. But if we don't make nitric oxide to tell our own stem cells, to mobilize and differentiate and repair that dysfunctional tissue, there's no signal. So we don't repair, we don't replace, and we get old, we become dysfunctional, and we have a poor quality of life. And we demonstrated this in a clinical trial in 2011, where we had a kid with an inborn area metabolism, a pediatric patient, 
mm. and make a long story short, was completely devoid of any nitric oxide production. So we started him on our nitric oxide therapy. And within five days, his kidney disease resolved. Within five months, his heart disease completely resolved. He had severe left ventricular hypertrophy or heart twice the size of a normal 15-year-old. And it completely remodeled in five months. And so to explain this, we sampled his blood. And for the first time, we're able to pick up some endothelial progenitor cells in mm. this blood in his 15 years. So it wasn't until we started the nitric oxide that you could actually see a mobilization of endogenous stem cells. So that tells us that you need nitric oxide, not only for your inherent endogenous stem cells, but again, if you're going to deploy stem cells, if you pre-treat, you restore nitric oxide, creates the niche to where stem cells, naive stem cells know where to go and know what to become. That's really powerful. That's yeah. a, a powerful case, especially considering it's genetic wrong signal, you know, starting yeah. at the DNA level and how much you're able to reverse. Um, that, you know, that gives people hope, right? That your genes that doesn't determine everything. If you can optimize what kind of signals are going through your body, That's you right. can make tremendous regeneration and, and repair. Um, what are some other things you've seen um, either in your studies or even in patient cases that you've seen nitric oxide really helping them recover from different conditions? Well, you know, it runs the spectrum of people that are otherwise healthy, you know, 30, 40 year old men that present with erectile dysfunction that are non-smokers, non-diabetic, but, you know, just have some endothelial dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And so we start them on the nitric oxide and their circulation improves, their blood flow improves. And at the end of the day, it's the regulation of blood flow, being able to open up blood vessels in certain vascular beds upon demand, and then normal uh, erections occur. Mm -hmm. The other are, you know, things from severe patients with vascular dementia or ischemic heart disease or severe coronary artery disease that have as much as 80% stenosis in the arteries. And within a period of six months, we're seeing you know, 11 to sometimes 50% plaque regression complete reversal of coronary artery disease. So those, those are, I mean, it's, it's really amazing. And I've been doing this now yes. for going on 12 years and we've seen, you know, some incredible case reports and, you know, I get dozens of emails and phone calls every day of people that wow. we've changed their life, uh, especially in the age of COVID. We're finding that we're, you know, keeping people alive and uh, out of the hospital that, that are at risk for COVID infection. Yeah. So I want to mention that I talk about that later, but you mentioned dementia. So you've seen nitric oxide really helping dementia patients to do better. Yeah. I think in any disease process, there's a point of no return. So what we try to do is take patients, early Alzheimer's, mild cognitive disorders, what we, what we classify as vascular dementia. And so if you, there's several ways you can characterize these. So we, we give them cognition exams to see how well they recall memory. And then you can either do spec scans or functional MRI and look at the blood flow to certain regions of the brain. So we've done these studies and we put them on our nitric oxide for 30 days. After 30 days, their cognition improves and we see an improvement in perfusion through functional MRI. So the cognition correlates with an improvement in blood flow. So now through our drug discovery program and our, nit our nitric oxide innovations drug company, we just had a pre-IND meeting with the FDA to start a drug, uh, drug trial on Alzheimer's. And I think we'll select these patients in early Alzheimer's, vascular dementia, uh, but not to whether past the point of no return. Because I think um, 
you know, if you catch these patients early enough, you can certainly reverse the course of the disease. If you wait too long, there's a point of no return. We, we all going to reach the point of no return. <laughs> we, hope it's, we hope it's a long time from now. Yeah, that right? point happens to all of us. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I saw that you have, uh, you're starting a phase three trial for the treatment of COVID. Yes, yeah, so I have several dozen issued patents on different nitric oxide technologies. Mm-hmm. So we, we license these back. So my company's licensed my patents from the University of Texas Health Science Center, where I was on faculty when we made these discoveries. So they own my patents, and then we license them back. Mm. So the drug company, we've licensed several of my patents to develop this nitric oxide generating drug or lozenge. So as I mentioned, nitric oxide is a gas. So the challenge in big pharma for many, many decades has been how do you deliver a safe and effective therapeutic in the form of a gas, right? And so we cracked the code on that. So we put it in the form of an orally disintegrating tablet that when you put it in your mouth, it slowly dissolves over five to six minutes. And during that five to six minutes, it's liberating about 40 parts per million nitric oxide gas. And for those clinicians out there, that's the same amount of NO they give to premature babies with pulmonary hypertension or that they give to adults in a cath lab on cardiopulmonary bypass. Uh, machines. So it's it's a therapeutic dose of nitric oxide that we're delivering in the form of a lozenge. That's a Neo40 you, you developed. Well, the, the drug is called Novirocid. So oh, okay. Neo, the Neo40 is a, a dietary supplement. Novirocid is a drug we're going through FDA trials. Okay. Similar technology, but the dosing and regulatory hurdles are much different. Mm-hmm. So we recognized in 2020 that there were at-risk patients. So as we now know, looking back, the majority, 98% of the people who get COVID, mild symptoms, they recover, not that big a deal. But there were a subset of population that if they got exposed to COVID, they were quickly hospitalized, they lost oxygen saturation, they were put on a vent, and 90% of those people that were ventilated in the county. And those were the African-American and Hispanic patients, 50 to 85, with at least one underlying comorbidity, whether that's high blood pressure, prior heart attack, heart disease, diabetes, smoking or obesity. So we went to the FDA and we got an IND approved to study these, this high-risk population with our nitric oxide drug. Mm. So we got the IND approved in June of 2020. We got the IRB approved in October and we got the drug manufactured, I believe in November. So we've been enrolling patients in this COVID drug study since November, December of 2020. We're several hundred, well, but the IND is for 840 patients. So we're about halfway through the drug study and the data are remarkable. You know, this is a double blind placebo controlled study. So the patient nor the physician know who's on the active, but through our uh, remote monitoring and telemedicine, we can actually see their blood oxygen saturation. And if it drops below 90, then we get a text and we can notify the patient. And many times we ask them, have you taken your study medication? And if they haven't, we tell them to take it. And then half the patients, when they take their study medication, we can see their blood oxygen saturation go from high 70s, low 80s to high 90s in 10 minutes. Wow. So we can actually we can actually see the patients which are on the active versus the placebo, which has never been done, been able to do in, in clinical trials. So it's exciting. I think if the data continue, we hope to have the drug study completed by summer and hopefully have a new COVID therapeutic on the market by the end of the year. You know, I don't think COVID is going away. There's been a big push for vaccines. And obviously the data are very obvious that vaccines are not effective at all. 
So there's a huge need, need more than ever for safe and effective therapeutics. And that's exactly what the nitric oxide provides. So using the mechanism of fighting COVID and, you know, to the point of saving people's lives is because of the blood flow it enhances? Are there other mechanisms? Well, yeah, the, every, the etiology of coronavirus infection, it's not just COVID, it's any respiratory infection, whether it's seasonal flu or RSV or any respiratory virus. Is, so the way the body normally responds is when we're exposed to a pathogen, whether it's a virus or a bacteria, our immune system recognizes that. And it tells our body, you have to mobilize your immune cells, right? Send the army to the site of infection. And you do that through the dilation of blood vessels and getting increased blood flow to the site of attachment or infection. So in COVID, for example, that virus attaches in the epithelial cells of our nasopharynx, and then our immune system recognizes that, and then goes to the site of attachment. Our immune cells generate a lot of nitric oxide, and that shuts down viral replication. So the virus doesn't replicate, it doesn't propagate, and you don't get sick. So that's how I, I've never had COVID in two years. I'm on an airplane every week. I don't wear a mask. I haven't been vaccinated and <laughs> I have never had COVID because my body is equipped to fight these infections. I haven't been sick from a viral or bacterial infection in over 20 years. So what happens in patients that have insufficient nitric oxide production is they have endothelial dysfunction. So they can't elicit a, an immune response. Their immune cells typically can't make nitric oxide. So you, the virus rapidly replicates, it propagates throughout the body, attaches to the endothelial cells, causes vascular inflammation, causes platelets to aggregate, get these microemboli, the D-dimer levels go up, and you lose blood oxygen saturation because nitric oxide is required for the uptake and delivery of oxygen. So without nitric oxide, the virus takes hold and just replicates and propagates throughout the body and people get sick, then they go to the hospital, they're put on oxygen, but their blood oxygen saturation doesn't improve because you haven't corrected the nitric oxide problem. Hmm. So that's what we do with our nitric oxide drug is we prevent the inflammation from the spike protein. We prevent the platelets from aggregating and we shut down viral replication. And then we aid in the delivery of oxygen to the periphery. So you can see blood oxygen saturation goes up. Really, that's the only metric the meaningful clinical metric. I mean, otherwise people have flu-like symptoms, body aches and pains, but the critical uh, readout is hypoxemia. So you have a placebo group in this yes, trial? Yes, so we make a placebo. Okay, all right. So you, you see this sharp difference between the two? Yeah, we haven't, we, we haven't unblinded the data. You know, early in COVID, we were having a meeting with the FDA every couple of months just to update them because there was a huge need for safe and effective therapeutics. And even less than 100 patients in, we'd already seen a statistically significant differences between the groups. Hmm. And that was less than 100 patients, but our drug trial went for 840 patients. So we asked the FDA if we should go for emergency youth authorization, and they suggested we complete the entire drug study and go for full market approval. So that's where we are. I guess it could have saved more lives. <laughs> well, no doubt. I mean, but this this is... These are the rules that, of FDA drug approval. You have to go through the, the trials. And I'm so confident in the safety and efficacy of this drug that I would rather not have emergency youth authorization. Uh, mm. I want full market approval because when we show the efficacy and the safety in COVID infection, it's going to be the same for seasonal flu. It's going to be the same for 
any respiratory virus because the mechanism and the etiology is the same. Mm. The same people that get sick from the flu and die from the flu every year are the same people that got sick and died from COVID. It's the exact same mechanism. Wide range of applications. You could have been saving people's lives from all kinds of uh, viruses and yeah, this, or, or even bacterial infections. I mean, it's all the same. Yeah. Method. We think, you know, it's important in immunology, but you know, I'm more interested. I'm a cardiovascular guy. So we we're, we're starting an IND for ischemic non-obstructive coronary artery disease, which mm. is a growing condition affecting primarily women in their forties and fifties. Uh, and it's a microvascular disease. So it's a small vessel disease. And we find that our nitric oxide actually opens up the small blood vessels as well as opening up the resistant vessels, to normalize blood pressure. So it's the small blood vessels that need perfusion. Those are the ones that are supplying the individual cells, especially in the myocardium. You have to open up the small blood vessels to perfuse the entire heart. The product that you developed, the capsule, <coughs> the one that, uh, you know, that I got that showed you know, improvement in nitric oxide level yeah. from the test strip that you provided. Um, so how does that work? You're taking something by mouth. When we understood how the human body makes nitric oxide, <clears throat> so there are two ways. One is through an enzyme in the lining of the blood vessels that converts arginine to nitric oxide. And that one was, becomes dysfunctional with age. And then the other is through inorganic nitrate. And you get nitrate from your diet, primarily green leafy vegetables. Mm. But the foods we eat are depleted in nitrate, they're depleted in many nutrients. So we don't get enough nitrate from our diet. Uh, so similar, you know, we don't get enough magnesium and iodine and selenium and chromium, other micronutrients in the diet. So we have to supplement what's missing. So it's no different with nitrate. So we created a standardized nitrate capsule that basically gives you a standardized amount of nitrate that you would get from eating 150 grams of spinach. That's the most nutritious uh, nutrient repleted uh, plate of spinach you could ever consume. So we take the guesswork out. So you consume that. And interestingly, it goes 90 minutes after you take that, it's concentrated in our salivary glands. And then our saliva secretes the nitrate. Mm. It acts as a prebiotic. So they're nitrate reducing bacteria that then wake up and start respiring on that nitrate that then produce nitrite and nitric oxide. So over time, now when we swallow our own saliva for the next six, seven, eight hours, we're getting a burst of nitric oxide gas in the lumen of the stomach that diffuses out and we get basically 24-hour coverage. I see. Yeah, very interesting. So you think our ancestors had enough nitric oxide in their diet? Is, is this a yeah, modern problem? I think it is a modern problem because it's a problem of the farming practices to increase the efficiency of growing food to feed a growing planet. And with that increased efficiency of growing a food, mass production of foods, you lose nutrient density. So their data showing from 1940 to 2010, the food we eat today has 85% less nutrients than it did back in the forties. Wow. And it's not just nitrate, it's, it's basic minerals and vitamins, vitamin A, selenium, zinc, chromium, magnesium. Uh, so it's, it's the farming practices. So I don't think our ancestors dealt with this problem. Plus, the other thing is, you know, we've discovered that using mouthwash kills the nitrate reducing bacteria and makes you nitric oxide deficient. Our ancestors certainly weren't using mouthwash. Now we're finding that if you use mouthwash, your blood pressure goes up, 
200 million Americans wake up every morning and use mouthwash. Not coincidentally, 200 million Americans have an unsafe elevation in blood pressure. We mm. cannot disrupt the microbiome, either in our mouth or in our gut. When you do that, it has consequences. Yeah, so the nitric oxide, is it only produced from the mouth? It's produced in the lining of the blood vessels. Okay. It's produced along the GI tract, but it's also produced in our sinuses. So the, there's an enzyme called nitric oxide synthase that's found in our endothelial cells, but it's also found in our epithelial cells. So when we do deep breathing, nasal breathing, that activates this enzyme and tells it to make nitric oxide. So that's why deep breathing can lower your blood pressure. That's why nasal breathing is so important. And that's why mouth breathers suffer health consequences because they're bypassing the nitric oxide production. Oh, I've never gotten an explanation of what happens. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right, what, right. You know, an important factor about nose breathing, you know, all the meditation yes. practices. And so even humming. You know, we can put a nitric oxide analyzer in your mouth and hum, and that frequency will cause nitric oxide production. So it'll activate that enzyme. So this deep breathing and humming, you know, all these meditative practices are related to the production of nitric oxide. Really? So the, the frequency of humming activate right. these enzymes. Provided they're functional. <laughs> That's a, a self-sound therapy. That's, <laughs> That's right. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. What do you recommend, you know, as far as, uh, you know, everyone who, you know, now are realizing, okay, so nitric oxide is, is important. So I, I understand they could eat vegetables that are high in nitric oxide, yeah. but, but it's hard to find these days. That's right. um, so do you think they can get by without taking <laughs> the supplements that you produced? Well, you know, we live in a very toxic world and it's very hard. It's hard work to stay healthy. As you know, Joy, it takes a lot of work, and a lot of time and commitment and discipline uh, to stay healthy in this toxic world. But I, I tell people you have to do two things and two things only. Stop doing the things that disrupt nitric oxide production and start doing the things that promote it. When you do that, you don't need product technology. You just Your body is designed to do that. So stop doing the things that disrupt it. If you use mouthwash, you have to stop. Mouthwash is bad news. It causes your blood pressure to go up. That's the number one risk factor. What's in mouthwash that's so damaging? Well, all of them, all the alcohol base, you know, we've used chlorhexidine in all our clinical studies, uh, the prescription antiseptic, the very stringent antiseptic. You know, other people have published data getting similar results with uh, scope, Listerine, any antiseptic mouthwash, because they're indiscriminate and they're killing. They kill all bacteria, mm -hmm. the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have to get rid of fluoride in your toothpaste. Fluoride's an antiseptic. It's a neurotoxin. It kills your thyroid. You know, we have an epidemic of hypothyroidism. Uh, I think mostly caused by fluoride in our drinking water, fluoride in our toothpaste. So you have to get rid of fluoride in your toothpaste. And then if you're on an acid, you have to stop. Your body cannot and will not heal without stomach acid production. So those are the two things, the three things that if you do, if you get rid of mouthwash, fluoride, and antacids, mm -hmm. your body then has the ability to heal itself. It can actually perform. Then moderate physical exercise, we have to get up and move. Only 20 to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise a day is sufficient. Um, infrared sauna is good. Certain wavelengths of light will stimulate nitric oxide production. Really? Infrared then, sauna? Yeah, just throw in some more green leafy vegetables. But mm -hmm. again, and the problem there is, you know, people are surprised at this, but we've compared organically grown vegetables versus grown and organically grown vegetables have 10 times less nitrate than conventional. 
So oh, why is that? Well, because to get an organic label, you can't add nitrogen-based fertilizers to the soil. So organic is good because you're not getting exposed to herbicides or pesticides, but they're deficient in many, many nutrients. So, but there are other benefits of eating uh, a diet replete in vegetables. But, you know, when all else fails, then we have product technology that does it for you. We have the nitrate capsule that if your body, you're not getting enough from your diet, we can do it. We have the product technology that generates nitric oxide and then oil cavities that's dissolving. And then we have a topical nitric oxide for skincare. So, you know, the skin is an organ just like the heart and the brain. Without sufficient blood flow, it fails. So the failing skin, you get wrinkles, lose hydration, your skin sags, you develop dermatitis, acne, and it's all because of lack of blood flow. So when we apply the nitric oxide topically, we open up the capillaries, we restore blood flow, we inhibit the inflammation, we improve hydration, we improve collagen deposition, and the skin doesn't age. I can't wait um, to to receive the product because uh, I got, got some. I, I I tried it. Of course, your your staff right. demonstrated, and it's bubbling up. Is the bubbling? Is that nitric oxide? That's the nitric oxide. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can see it apply it topically. You can actually see it turn pink. So we're driving right. blood flow wherever you apply it. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't think that you would get into skincare. Uh, so what inspired well, you? You know, it inspired my dad. Actually, my dad's a paraplegic from a car accident in 1984. So he's 70. That'll be 74 this year. He spent over half his life in a wheelchair from a T11 injury. So growing up, we dealt with decubitus ulcers uh, for the past 30 or 40 years. And so about seven or eight years ago, he developed osteomyelitis from a right ischial ulcer, um, really a pretty gnarly wound that every wound care doc that I took him to said we couldn't heal. So then I started developing a nitric oxide gauze and we killed the infection. Uh, we got granulation and we actually healed the wound. Oh, wow. Uh, in a period of less than, so it was a four-year-old non-healing ulcer that we healed in less than a year using the nitric oxide. So then that, that was a very powerful wow. observation for me. And I go, and all his wound care docs go, how did you do that? And how do we, how do we get this technology? So it's very expensive to develop a drug. Hmm. So the first kind of product launch. And so our, our strategy is always go to the market with, with the lowest barrier of entry, right? So skincare is one. So you don't need FDA to do skincare. You just got to create a safe product that works. And so that's when we launched into the, the skincare because we knew that if, not, if the not, topical nitric oxide could heal a diabetic, paraplegic, non-healing ulcer, then for the general consumer that's just interested in healthcare and, and, and skincare and beauty, then this would be a remarkable product. And when we launched it, there was not a single nitric oxide product. We created a new category, actually. So nobody was looking for a nitric oxide product. So we had to do a lot of education, uh, a lot of awareness around the brand. But now we've taken that and developing a drug. We have an IND now for diabetic ulcers using that the same technology that's in the facial serum but we've amped up the the potency for diabetic and pressure ulcers Mm. so we're moving that now into a drug indication you're you're getting into a a a lot of a lot of different arenas yeah Yeah. from covid to Um, ulcers yeah this is 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 wonderful and uh, lots of balls in the air yeah 
Um, so where can people get it, get all these amazing products? Well, I don't like to, to promote products on these podcasts. Do I like people to, my, my job is to educate your listeners and consumers so they can make informed decisions. I'm not here to sell product or to promote product, but really to, to bring awareness around nitric oxide so that people can then start to look for nitric oxide products. And when they look for nitric oxide products, look for ones that are validated by science. Obviously, many of the products, the companies that I'm associated with have me on their website. If it's my product, there's typically a picture of me on the product or some reference to our science. So that's how people find it. They can you know, certainly Google me. Uh, they can search me and they'll find products that I'm associated with. Well, you're the first guest that hasn't uh, been willing to disclose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important to maintain the integrity of the science. You know, I'm a I'm a basic scientist, still active in research, and my job is to advance the field of nitric oxide, not to sell product and promote individual brands, but to develop product technology that really make a difference in not only patients and consumers, but to give you physicians the tools you need that you can feel confident that the products you use and recommend in your practice are not only safe, but they're effective in their intended outcome. It would be wonderful to see more people benefiting from this technology that you have pioneered. Uh, any parting words that you want to mention about the technology and, and what you're doing? Well, I think the, kind of the take-home message and what we've learned in my 25 years in the basic sciences and over 180,000 papers published in the nitric oxide literature is that your body cannot and will not heal without nitric oxide. So if you have a chronic medical condition that hasn't been well managed with the standard of care, and I tell people, you know, consider nitric oxide, because in many cases, it's been a game changer for many, many patients. We've experienced this over the past uh, 12 years and more recently as we do these drug studies, really seeing a phenomenal effect. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what nitric oxide is, do a little bit of research and educate yourself. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Dr. Nathan S. Bryan. We do uh, some educational posts and try to give people some practical information um, on how to improve their life. I think that's a very important. Yeah. Powerful force. Well, I have one last question about uh, nitric oxide. Uh, since I'm, I'm very interested in everything related to mental health, um, have you seen benefits when it comes to mental health, depression, um, you know, PTSD, you know, things that are mood disorder related? I think, again, it's, it's and we've done this with, in collaboration with Daniel Amen. You know, he does all the spec scans yes. and no matter what it is, whether it's PTSD, depression, Parkinson's, bipolar, Alzheimer's, it's all a dysfunctional regulation of blood flow. And so if you can restore the blood flow and get blood to the regions of the brain that are dysfunctional, then that's the starting point. But, you know, if you're deficient in, in neurotropic amino acids, nitric oxide is not going to fix that. If you've got, you know, a problems with your HPA axis, nitric oxide is probably not going to fix that. If you've had trauma, blunt force trauma, nitric oxide is going to help, but it's not going to fix it. So again, nitric oxide is foundational for anything, but then you have to start doing the other things to affect what, what went wrong in that patient in the first place. Integrative approach. That's right. Yeah. Because the body is very complex as we know. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Nathan. So um, thank you for everybody who ha has watched to this point. And, um, you know, please like and subscribe to the channel. 
Um, and don't miss out on any of these amazing guests that we bring onto the show. And again, Dr. Nathan, thank you so much for the incredible work you do and, uh, and for bringing these uh, very cool products to the market. Thank you, Dr. Kong, and I appreciate all the work you're doing. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed the content. And if so, please rate and follow this podcast. To reach me, you can contact Uplift Longevity Center. That is Uplift with a Y. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Joy Kong MD. See you next time.